0: This is the Horse Radio Network.
1: This is episode 1234 of Horse Tip Daily, your almost everyday morsel of helpful hints, useful facts, and practical techniques for horse folks. Brought to you today by EquestrianCollections.com. Greetings, horse people. Coach Jen here, and thanks for tuning in to Horse Tip Daily. Today's tip is an excerpt from the S Equestrian monthly jumping episode on Horses in the Morning. This time, Amanda Flint joins show co-host Emily Thompson with a great ground pole exercise for improving rideability, straightness, and the rider's ability to make quick, smart decisions. And we'll get right to our tip after this from EquestrianCollections.com. When you need to resupply, replace, update, or invest in the stuff that makes your horse life possible, stop by EquestrianCollection.com first. Browse through some 7,000 boot choices from great brands like Ariat, Boggs, Mountain Horse, Ovation, Smoky Mountain, and more. Outfit yourself in the latest and the greatest. And don't forget your horse. EquestrianCollections.com offers some 400 blankets, sheets, and coolers from Buckus, Amigo, and Rambo by Horseware, Hug, Kensington, Triple Crown, Custom, and Weatherbiter, just to name a few. Your horse will be warm and dry and stylish this winter. Not sure what type of saddle pad you want? Well, go to Equestrian Collections because they have over 600 different choices. No matter whether you ride English, Western, or bareback around the backyard, EquestrianCollections.com has the most amazing selection of brand-name products you are going to find anywhere. So stop by today. EquestrianCollections.com.
2: We do. We have a real live professional rider here. This is one of our equestrian riders, a fantastic Grand Prix rider, Amanda Flint. She has been so kind to share a few minutes with us this morning and provide our training tip, our show jumping training tip. What do you have for us?
0: Um, well, one of my new uh, exercises I kind of came up with and I feel like really helps the cancer a lot is I, I do a lot with ground poles. And as you said, I do a lot of young horses. Um, I like to set up five poles in a row. The middle three are canter, kind of canter bounces, so nine feet apart, and then between those three poles, uh, to each other pole, there's 45 feet. So you basically have a short four, bounce, bounce, short four, or it can be three, bounce, bounce, three, or you know, four, bounce, bounce, three. You know, you can mix it up. Um, I feel like instead of just normally we we'd have two poles up and change the striding, the middle bounces uh, really make sure that you have to have the canner correct instead of just getting there with nothing or the horse behind your leg or too far forward or anything. I find it really helps with the quality of the canner and the rideability.
2: Oh yeah, that's a great. That's really great because um, I I didn't know what your training tip was going to be. But our as we had discussed last episode, I think it was we were, we were talking about poles and how important those are as a step a day or a session in your training um, because it's not all the jumping. You can get a lot done, wouldn't you say? You can really work that rideability and work the position work over poles oh, yeah. with less wor- wear and tear. you can do
0: every day, yeah something you can do every day and then I teach a lot of um I'm starting to teach a lot more eventers as it's uh turning out and it's surprising how difficult some of the people find exercise too a lot of the horses are fine but it's just a a good check to make sure that you actually have the horse coming through from behind and lighten your hand because it simply doesn't work um another way interesting yeah because do you find, like, your riders, maybe
2: not the horses necessarily, but the riders sort of evaluate the pole and go through the same
0: uh, and a lot weather, of the, behaviors? Correct. And a lot of riders just go and they take whatever first distance they see, where this exercise right. really makes you decide what you want and create what you want before you get there. Um, oh, I, I like start that. with just having them go on a little bit of a diagonal just to do the bounce poles and then add, you know, add one of the lines at a time. Um, but it really is something that I figured out that uh, improves everyone and gets the horses actually going straight because you have five in a row, which is not something they normally practice over. Like I said, they normally just practice over two poles. So okay, so you, would, so you would
2: start for if you, you set up that exercise in your arena mm-hmm. and then you've done your flat work. So when you're coming to it the very first time, you would kind of roll back and do the three bounce rails?
0: Yeah, just the three bounces, a little angle once off each lead, and then start coming in on the straight line, do the four, do a four to the bounces, and then probably try a four the first time. Most of them do three and a half on the way out to the second line, um, and do that back and forth until <laughs> it gets gets correct, and then add four bounces and then three turn around and do that back and forth a couple times and then the most advanced and most difficult obviously is the three bounces to a four um i found that the three bounce three is actually also difficult as well because stride is so big and then they have to collect and then make it big again Um, but for the rider problem the the three bounce four is actually uh, seems to be the most uh, productive
2: yeah, that's really interesting. Um, yeah, that's a great exercise because I, I I'm imagining riding it myself that coming out of those bounces and trying to get that four I would probably just pull on the reins without my leg and trot. Right.
0: <laughs> Let, Let me see, see how, how I'm a lot of it up. three and a half until they get it right. But um, yeah. forty five feet is really uh, the key distance I found for that exercise as well. I'm not just setting it on a direct Um, direct three or direct four so like a little bit of a three and a half seems to work the best for that for the purpose of the exercise that's a really good
2: one so now would you you would classify that obviously that's a pole work exercise it's a flat work exercise would you do that beginning of the week or would you do that even at the horse show
0: uh, yeah I have to set up all the time and I find like okay for instance the last week uh, we were at Calgary three weeks it was a great thing to do on Tuesdays when, you know, you don't really want to jump your horse because you just showed all weekend, but it still gets them uh, thinking they're fresh from landing Monday off. It still gets them thinking about the jumping with the flat work in it combined. Um, nice. And as, as yeah. like I said, when I have people ship in for lessons, we kind of start with that just to see where they're at and how their eye works and their, their, lesson, their rideability with their horses. <laughs> Do you find that that's a good
2: exercise even for, like, a novice rider to come in? Oh, that anybody can, handle can do that? it. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Yeah, anybody can do it. The <laughs> novice riders, I tend to just ask them to do the four-bounce four. Bounce <laughs> it's usually uh, okay. hard yeah, enough yeah. to just steer <laughs> over five poles in a row and keep it together. Yeah, yeah. But, but anybody yeah. can do it, and even they can do it at the trot, too. the
2: Okay, yeah, you could get the feel. Now, I love the bounces. I'm so glad that you brought that up. And then with the pole work, it just adds a very accessible way to get started with those because um, for those of you that don't know exactly the footage, the nine foot qualifies it as a bounce there. You've got three. It's um, People do use them. They use them with poles and up in the jumps. But it, it stimulates that sort of rocking horse motion that moves your angles as the rider, wouldn't you say? Like stimulates like a jumping position, what your Correct. ready position needs to Correct. be. Correct, it, wherever and, uh, you fall astray in those bounces is kind of where you'll go astray on course
0: as well. It exposes your, you know, inklings as a rider. Exactly. If you do not have the horse where it should be, with you know, up in front of your leg and kind of waiting to go forward and waiting to go to slow down, it really doesn't work. Um, they really have to have their hind end underneath them to do it correctly. Yeah,
2: yeah, which then is so nice. I love how you have those poles there, which then determines your rhythm, because jumping and all of it, it's all about rhythm and balance, and that exercise, it forces that. I love it. I've never done that before. Okay. Terry, I'm going to do it, Amanda, which on my mom's horse. Okay. I'm going to pull right. my mom's horse you over your ball. <laughs> yes, we'll let you know how it goes. Okay. That's awesome. Well, thank you so much for joining us. You guys check right. it out. Amanda Flint, super bad. She's killing it out there.
1: Well, there you go. You can listen to all of your favorite Horse Radio Network shows with you wherever you go by downloading the free Horse Radio Network app from for iPhone or Android. Just go to the App Store and search Horse Radio Network. Do it today. It's quick. It's free. It's easy. This podcast was made possible through the generous support of EquestrianCollections.com and listeners like you. This is Coach Jen, and I'll be back again soon with another tip. So until then, go ride your horse. The Horse Radio Network and the Horse Radio Network hosts are not responsible for statements of guests or their opinions. Use your own judgment when listening to the tips provided by the experts on Horse Tip Daily. (laughs)